Trains are woke and Teslas are anti-woke. Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. I've been thinking about transportation lately because of a couple reasons. Like some of my friends on Facebook have said that we need trains, trains that people can ride. Um, Like I live in Oregon, so in Oregon there ain't much train action. I think the only place where people like actually commute to their jobs um, between cities in America is the Northeast. I mean, Portland, Oregon has something called the light rail. Um, so that's kind of like a train that'll take you around, but it's just it's just within the city. Yeah, something to say about the light rail. You've probably heard of light rails. Um, like I never heard of one until they built one in Portland when I was maybe a teenager. And I don't know, I think I felt like, you know, like light, like you turn on the light with a light switch. I think it's kind of how I thought they, what they meant. But what it is, in America, you have light rail and heavy rail, and it's the size of the tracks, like the, the steel train tracks. And I'm sure it affects, you know, how widely the tracks are spaced apart and what kind of railroad ties you need to use, etc. But anyways, the light rail in Portland is just, what it means is it's a smaller train. And so the problem with train stuff is, you know, like the less area you have to cover, the better it works. You know, mountains don't, you know, having lots of mountains doesn't help, etc. Like, you know, I think maybe Japan and China are famous. You know, like East Asia is famous for their super fast trains that'll take you wherever you want to go. And it's because they're just densely packed. They got, you know, China just has, I, mean, I don't even know. They, you know, they got, China has like 20 cities bigger than New York or something. So trains work good for them, and Japan is kind of similar. They got a few big cities, and they're real big and real densely packed. Because the issue is you have to get to the train station, which for them, I guess, works out fine. Maybe you walk there or something. Maybe you have a subway that takes you to the train station, which then takes you to the next city, I guess. But like where I live, just things are too spread out. I think there is a, I think there is a bus that takes you between cities. But like, you know, for me to get to the bus would, would be a 15-minute car ride, which at that point you may as well just drive the rest of the way, <laughs> and then you're in the city you wanted to go to, and you can do whatever you want because you got your own car. And I think some combinations of driving a car, riding a train, and walking are possible, but once again, you have to have a big city. So, you know, if you live in the suburbs, you drive to the train station maybe, which has a giant parking lot, and then it's... You beat traffic maybe by taking the train in and then you walk to your job because it, you know, you work downtown. I mean, maybe. So I guess, I think this is the same. It's going to be the same for you, dear listener, as it is for my Facebook friends. Uh, I pointed out to them the various obvious flaws on how a train ain't going to work for no one. And I'm pretty sure I convinced none of them they still want trains. And I imagine if you said, hey, would you like to pay an extra thousand dollars a year in taxes so you can get your train and they'd be like well now i need to learn more about this stuff and so oregon i mean the west so many states i mean just imagine wyoming some states only have one city so i mean where's that train going to go to but anyways california i think they've been trying to build a train like a high-speed rail train for i don't know 20 maybe 30 years i think they finally gave up like all they, you know, in quotes, all they wanted to do was go from L.A. to San Francisco. And California is a rich state, and the federal government gave them even more money. I mean, they spent so much money 
on it and they got nowhere. So even California is just it's just the West, you know. Like I say, unless you're like New York to Philadelphia to Boston, uh, you're screwed. Just too too long a distances. I mean, I'm sure it takes you know two hours to go from one side of LA to the other. So you know you might have to drive two hours to get on the train to get to San Francisco. And then if you're let off in San Francisco, I mean, it can take you two hours to get to San Jose or Oakland. So anyway, it just doesn't work. Even in California with those giant famous cities, it doesn't work. And the other thing that made me think about transportation is uh, Tesla had a stockholder meeting where people who own Tesla stock could ask Elon Musk questions. And so he gave a little presentation the other day. And I will say... But he just sold $7 billion worth of Tesla stock, possibly in preparation for buying Twitter. So, you know, whatever. Who knows what will happen, but that that just did happen. But whenever he's talking about Tesla, he's always talking about the self-drive, you know, the fact that the cars can drive themselves. Now, they can't totally drive themselves, but they can kind of drive themselves. And I think, you know, every every year he's like, we're one year away from it being able to completely and utterly drive itself. And then it doesn't doesn't happen. But I will say, they are getting pretty close. You can watch YouTube videos of the cars driving themselves. And, you know, I would say 19 out of 20 things that they do is correct. You know, and they have to take a left or a right or merge into traffic or stop for an old lady. And then, you know, 1 out of 20 would kill you. But that's actually pretty good, you know. That's pretty good. I mean, 19 out of 20, they just need to get it better than that. But he's saying whenever they get their self-driving thing locked down, you know, like actually does it perfectly, um, that it's just going to change everything. It's going to be a game changer for the whole world. And the idea is like, you know, maybe you use your car like a couple hours every day. Well, that means the rest of the time your car is just sitting. But if it's a self-driving car, it can be going out, picking people up, taking them places and charging them money like a taxi. You know, so your, your car would be like owning a taxi with a driver that you don't have to pay. And this is kind of similar to the train situation, although it's it's better. Like, you know, I think in rural Oregon where I live, um, whatever, it would take the it would take the car a half hour to come get me, and then take a half hour to take me to town, and then you'd have to do the both of those half hours afterwards. You know, so for me to just go to a store for five minutes would take, who knows what, an hour, two hours, a couple hours. So that's not going to work, but, uh, like I've, I, I'm trying to think if I ever took an Uber. I took a, I think I did take an Uber once, one time when I was on vacation. But, you know, if you, if you live in a place where taking an Uber is good, or you take taxis around, or maybe city buses even, then I think self-driving, self-driving cars could be pretty amazing. It just, you know, it'd just be a cheap, easy way for people to get around. I will say, um... Electricity costs half as much as gasoline on a per-mile basis. And something else that's interesting about Teslas and, I guess, electric vehicles in general is they can go in tunnels a lot better than gasoline cars. Like, one of the issues with having tunnels is if it's, if it's too long, then you got to have a bunch of ventilation because all the cars are just spewing out uh, their exhaust, carbon monoxide, and so it's not safe to have super long tunnels without massive ventilation, you know, and then that requires a bunch of fans, and if the power goes out, then it's not safe, blah, blah. But if it's electric cars, 
Electric cars can go in tunnels all day long. It doesn't matter. And Elon Musk has a company called The Boring Company that's trying to become a big-time tunnel-making company, I guess. I guess you know, the way he describes it, he's like, we need to go 3D. Like, if you think of, like, the traffic in L.A., well, it's, it's you know, it's, it's, a, it's a plane. It's a flat thing. It's a flat grid of streets. And obviously it ain't working. They got too much uh, traffic at rush hour and whatnot. But if you could go underground, if you could just do, basically, if you could do grids of streets under the ground, maybe multiple grids of streets, and go three-dimensional, then you could have a, fit a lot more roads. And he was also saying, like, you know, and then maybe the streets on the top, you know, the streets that we have today, all the streets that we have today, you could turn those into parks. Maybe just go grow grass on them, because every street, because all the other streets are um, underground. And so, if you know, if... We had perfectly self-driving cars that were all electric and then nothing but giant grids of three-dimensional grids of tunnels underneath the cities. I mean, it would be awesome, but I think it's too expensive. Sounds too expensive to me. Probably can't be done uh, money-wise. Like right now, the Boring Company, the only thing they've done that people can actually use is they, uh, they did a tunnel in Las Vegas. And I don't know, it doesn't go very far. And a person has to come and pick you up in a Tesla. And then you get in the Tesla, they drive you through the tunnel and let you off at the next stop. I think it's I think it's for their convention center. Their convention center is so big that you almost need to drive a car from spot to spot. And so they put that underground. And they think they're about to build tunnels out to the various casinos. And if they do that, then it will be pretty interesting. And like I was saying, you know, if a car can make 19 out of 20 decisions correctly and then the 20th one would kill you or run over the grandma it's probably easier to deal with a tunnel though it's not it's not going to be a bunch of weird stuff going on in the tunnel so you can probably get the self-driving car in a tunnel designed for that self-driving car done pretty quick and so you know normally you probably you normally you do a train right normally you build a tunnel and you put a train in it and i guess that's called a subway but so instead of subways you can do electric vehicles and i don't know i'm not entirely sure on the economics of that but it might be it's probably cheaper to just buy electric cars i believe trains are expensive and i know track is expensive so those are just some thoughts i had on transportation um reminds me i had a i had a comeback for one of my friends and they were talking about how we build a need to build a bunch of trains and i was like we're gonna have self-driving flying cars in every garage before trains become a economic feasible thing to do in the west and now my car is it's not really that different from a self-driving car like basically anytime i'm in that car it can drive around and do stuff now i'm the one who has to drive it but you know just sit if you're sitting in a car and the car is going around driving it's not real different from you being the person driving it or it driving it I think when I first heard of the idea of self-driving car, I'm like, wow, that'd be cool. Like, if you got a job, you know, that involves the internet or computers or whatever, um, you could work while you're in your car on the way to work. Like, maybe if you work nine to five, you know, your drive could be included in that nine to five and would save you some time on the commute. But the thing about that is ever since the pandemic, there's been a ton of people working from home. So, do you really need to work in your car when you can just work at home? I mean, 
and then a lot of jobs obviously you have to be there in person either way so it won't you know it's only for the it's only for the uh college educated woke people twitter handle at anti-woke podcast and thanks for listening